Welcome everyone to episode number two of Real Talk. Today I'm going to introduce you guys to an old friend of mine. I've known this guy for about 12 years now, since grade six. We have had a really good conversation earlier today, which I think could bring a lot of value to everyone, especially us couch potatoes. He graduated with highest honors in physiotherapy and believes strongly in preventative medicine. His love for sports and helping other people makes him really passionate at his job, which is why some of the warnings and advices he offers in this podcast are worth a listen. Without further delay, I'm pleased to introduce to my friend, Shiv Patel. been good it's been amazing at home oh yeah <laughs> you're not working right now right no no i'm at home yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Finally relaxed. posting sorry <clears throat> it's much more relaxing now not working yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah. Honestly, like i've been working from home and i feel like I don't know. It is relaxing, but at the same time, I miss outdoors too. Now it's like, <laughs> right? It's been been enough, eh? It's it's been enough, man. Yeah, like yeah. I need some. Uh, I need so I need a lot of movement right now, but it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what are you up to? All good, man. Late nights. Yeah. Late Have mornings. you? I know. <laughs> I know you've been like posting vlogs, right? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty nice, man. You just yeah, just with your iPhone. Yeah, just trying something new. Yeah, man. yeah, just with the iPhone. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick, man. Like, you know, um, that's <laughs> like what made you do it? What what made you decide? Yo, like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start vlogging. Well, I was following a couple of fitness YouTubers on on YouTube, right? So then I was like, yeah, let's just try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you should make some like physiotherapy videos too. Yeah, I'm trying to make videos on physio and everything. A couple of yeah. other conditions and everything, treatments for certain things, maybe gym videos too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, time. like you, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If I get more time though, if, if, uh, if quarantine I mean, lasts longer. I mean, I mean, come on, man. All you have right now is time. <laughs> that's true, that's true. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. literally all it takes is like, yo, does this hurt? This is how you fix it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, uh, yeah, man. But um, so uh, tell us, or I guess tell the audience a little bit about yourself. If you had to just briefly, what would you say? So you guys all might, might not know me. I'm Amit's friend, Shiv. Uh, I'm a physiotherapist by profession. I graduated last year and now I'm working as a assistant physio at a clinic. Yeah. And it's been a good experience till now. Good experience. Do you like what you do? It's Love it, amazing. right? It's amazing. Yeah, man. You've been very passionate about it. And I was always passionate for physio and, you know, helping people get better. Yeah. And I was always involved into sports as well since teenage yeah. years. 
So physiotherapy Cricket. is a perfect combination. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So physiotherapy <laughs> is a perfect combination of sports and and healthcare. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, not a lot of people know, but like you went to school in India. You were here first. We went to school together, like grade six, grade six, right? Yeah. And then then you moved to India in grade. What grade did you move to India? I went back to India in grade ten. Grade ten. Oh, you didn't even yeah. complete high school here, eh? Yeah. So I did my grade eleven and grade twelve in India, and yeah. then the university, the bachelor's. Yeah. So, so how how do you think is like, like if you were to compare, right? Like how is schooling there and like schooling here? Well, what I feel now is that it's completely different concepts. When you think about it, I feel that schooling there and schooling here, schooling there is like a people. A lot of people say it's tough. Yeah. To, you know, transition from Canada and go study in India. Start off with education there. People say it's tough, but I don't think it's tough. What I find there is that there's a different uh, type of system that they follow in teaching. Yeah. Like when I started there, when I went there in grade eleven, initially the first one month or two months was really tough for me. Okay. Because you're adapting to the environment, you're adapting to a lot of factors, right? You're new to the place, you're meeting. Yeah, people, it's just like a adapting to that, shock, adapting, right? adapting to the culture, yeah. adapting to people's accents adapting to the way they're teaching like there's a lot of uh, like they don't use that much of technology that that's what i felt like they usually use a lot more you know they usually have uh, like um like hands like not not much hands-on stuff as well like a lot of uh okay like the board and just like, like board method of teaching like yeah just whiteboard, on the board. And just whiteboard and just yeah scrubbing everything yeah, yeah, on yeah. the board right yeah yeah yeah. a lot of and a lot less practical as well like Compared okay. to education here, like you know how we had a lot of science labs and everything, and yeah, we had, yeah. yeah, there's a yeah, lot of hands yeah. on stuff. Over there, it's more like they just tell you what to do, right? Like they just tell you, this is what you had to read. A lot of practical. Mem- oh, memorize, sorry, a lot of theory. Memorize. Yeah, memorize. Theory, yeah. Memorize. And even yeah, students yeah, yeah. there, what I felt was, majority of the students, they what they usually do is without thinking anything, they just mug it up, just memorize the whole thing. Really? Yeah. So that's what do, I felt. Do you think that's that like produces? Do you think like that produces like, you know, a, a better like professionals that well, method I, or? Well, that's what they try to implement that to you, but it's up to you to take it, right? Like if you want to go that route yeah. and memorize everything, it'll be tough for you to, yeah, like, once, yeah. you pass, once you pass your exams, for example, becoming a physio, if you study, you memorize the whole thing after you become a physio. If you have it memorized and you don't apply it, if you don't know how to apply it, then it's no use. Like if a, if a patient comes to you, and he tells you he's having pain at his shoulder, right? Yeah. Um, for example, shoulder conditions, they're, they're numerous shoulder conditions. There's like five or six or seven, a lot of conditions that deal with pain at the shoulder. So if you memorize that condition, you wouldn't exactly differentially diagnose what the guy is having, right? So you won't be able to get to the root of the problem. You won't be able to know what the exact diagnosis of the guy is and yeah. how you're going to treat him. So instead of memorizing, just, what I felt that you need to you need to understand what's wrong with the person. Or like with the process, right? The, exactly. Yeah. You need to understand what you're reading. Understand what they're trying to tell you. Yeah. I think yeah. You think you think people thing. are just like really? You think there's like a lot of people, um, even like right now, like in India, who just like get into these schools and just memorize, 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 and like Everyone become knows. shitty professionals. Like, do you think that? Because ev- everyone memorizes, bro. So what I feel is, you know, 
once you graduate, for example, let me give you an example. After you graduate, after you're an international graduate, when you come back to the country, when you come back to Canada or yeah. say United States or wherever you go, you have to pass a license exam, right? So if you want to work as a physiotherapist, you need to you need to pass a PC, this is a physiotherapy competency exam. Yeah. In that exam, what they actually ask you is they ask you a lot of in-depth stuff that you won't be able to solve without without understanding the thing. Like if you, if you have it all memorized, you won't be able to pass the exam. Then you won't be able to, okay. And that's yeah, the exam that you're preparing for now, right? Yeah, so yeah. So in that, what I felt is it's complete. You need to, you need to know the core. You need to understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. People, people usually, what they usually do is when they study, they, they just memorize it without thinking why. That, yeah. that, that's, that's the bad part. If you, if, you, yeah. if you understand why you're doing the thing, <laughs> it'll be so easy for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you've been getting like some like nice practice tool, right? Like now you've been working or not yeah, now, so but you know. Yeah, yeah so since I'm working, I'm seeing a lot of patients. So it's easy for me to, to you know, understand and yeah, try, to, yeah, try to understand. Implement what you <laughs> memorized. Exactly. Implement all the memorization and try to, you know, exactly. think now and apply it practically. That, that's it man that's it the majority <laughs> of the institutions i guess in you know india pakistan are all around there they, they focus more on memorization but what i feel why they do that is because the course there is only four years right and over mm-hmm. here if you were to do like for example i'm talking about physiotherapy it would be around six years so six in those years. four years yeah the compact oh, years then they, 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 they force more of, you know you need to memorize memorize you know yeah, yeah. exam get it get it done with Get it done so you know, Whereas, and then figure yeah, out what you want to do after. Then you can figure it out after, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of work it out. Oh, man. That's, that sounds scary, bro. I'm not going to lie. If you're not, if you're not a person who likes to memorize stuff, then, you know, it might be tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's true. So, like, let me ask you something. You know how, like, we always complain, oh, when am I ever going to use this, right? Like, when am I, like, when you're just, like, learning something, and we all have this, like, I don't know, especially in, like, math, like, people complain, right? Like, yo, when am I really going to use, like, you know, um, this formula in, like, practical real life? So have you, did they ever teach you anything? Or I guess the question is, how much that you learned is irrelevant? Or is everything, like, relevant? Uh, so you're talking about physiotherapy? You're yeah. talking about general so physiotherapy. No, no, everything like, is relevant. Like the physiotherapy, I think, like, everything that we learned was relevant. Yeah, everything because it's like this: the human like, body, right? You need to you need to know it through in and out, right? But of course, yeah. What they don't teach you, what I feel, what they don't teach you in university or college is the why. Like, why do you do a particular? Like thing? why? Like even okay, okay. even if you read textbooks, majority of the textbooks will just say it. They will explicitly say it that, for example, you have to do this, 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 and this, but they don't explain you why you do it. That's for you to figure it out, or that's for you to ask your teachers and try to understand. You know, apply your anatomy, physiology, and try to yeah, 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 work work around making a diagnosis, for example. Mm-hmm. So, like, so what so are like the formula? The formula, you know, but. Why? When to use it? Like, why do you use it? It's like, why do you use it? Why? Why do you? Use like, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the You're right. That's I guess a lot of students okay. don't think about the why when they're studying. Like, out, you know, yeah, like you, university. You think or like or outside the box. <laughs> exactly. It's everything's outside the box. Yeah, yeah. Of course, man. Yeah. So, like, how how old is the material that you know, like they teach you? Like, how 
how updated is it? How, how old would you say is the material that they teach? Not just in India, but like, you know, even in Canada, if you know, like yeah. anywhere in North America. So if I talk about physiotherapy, uh, the physiotherapy books that we learn from, they're same worldwide. So even if you go to India, you go to Pakistan, you go to Dubai, you go to United States, you, they, all, yeah. they always follow the same standardized books. Standardized, okay. standardized books. Yeah. So they're, it's just the same books, but the method of teaching is different. That's it. But it's all the same books. Okay. All the same books. Yeah. yeah and like, books. How, how, like, does it get updated? Does the book get updated like every yeah, year? So, yeah. So there's different, it's a new there's issue. Different, there's different editions of the book. They get updated, I think every two years. It depends on the book too. It depends every on the publication. Years. Yeah. So pretty recent, right? Two yeah. years. It's pretty recent. Yeah, it's, pretty it's pretty updated. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so like, what are some of the procedures and like methods um, that you've that you've already used, um, you know, when you're working now? I don't know. So physiotherapy, like, if you talk about physiotherapy, it's, it's practically like the treatments are divided into two things. It's either exercises or the exercise part and the modalities part. So modalities includes like machines, like ultrasound. If, if you've gone to a physiotherapist, you probably know, we use a lot of yeah. electric, electrical modalities like ultrasound, TENS, that's the transcutaneous electrical yeah. lymph stimulator. Then there's the IFC machine, interferential current. So there's a lot of uh, machines that combine the, you know, laws of physics using currents and everything and how that is effective onto a client by stimulating either the muscle, nerve, or soft tissue, right? Yeah. And the exercises are mainly for strengthening. For, for what, sorry? For strengthening. Strengthening. Yeah, strengthening. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's practically that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. physiotherapy, mainly, it mainly deals with, uh, you know, either you have problems in your muscles, joints, capsules, nerves, you know. Yeah. Less, less, to do, less to do with the organs, but that cardiophysiotherapy or like, you know, chest physiotherapy, abdominal physiotherapy, that also deals with organs. But it's mainly to do with, you know, soft tissues. Like a majority of the clients that you see, they usually come in for orthopedic conditions. Orthopedic conditions? Yeah. Uh, if you're working yeah. like in a clinic or something. If, you, if, you're, if you're in the hospital, then there's different neurological conditions as well, along with cardio, you know, pediatrics, all the yeah. branches of uh, medicine. What is the number one thing that you treat for? Number one thing? So I'm well, currently, I guess, I'm, yeah. like, currently uh, working in a clinic, we usually get a lot of orthopedic conditions. So a couple of common conditions are like, you know, shoulder problems, like, you know, tendonitis, uh, rotator cuff injuries, you know, tennis elbow, yeah. if you're talking about the elbow. Wrist, yeah. carpal tunnel syndrome, wrist drop, knee, total knee replacement is very common, you know, after the age of 50, which is, I see a lot of females, you know, majority of the females, I would say, yeah. where uh, after the age of 50, they, they come for that. Knee problems, hip problems as well, hip replacements, ankle replacements, ankle sprains, plantar fasciitis is most common in all age plantar, groups. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Plantar fasciitis. So these are some of the orthopedic problems, <laughs> yeah, shin splints, yeah. neurological, a lot of stroke patients come uh, like a, a year after stroke, you know, just to wow. maintain their strength or improve their strength. Yeah. Oh, wow. A lot of spinal cord injuries as well. So oh, man. <laughs> there are a lot more orthopedic problems, you know, around the society. Yeah. But I also mm -hmm. find that awareness of physiotherapy is a lot more in, uh, you know, like talking about Canada as compared to some of the South Asian countries or, you know, India and all that. Because people are more aware. So they're, they're more, more active, aware. proactive yeah. into going into a clinic. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So is there like a chapter that you learn on like Chinese medicine? <laughs> like, is that a thing? Like, that's just a question that, you know, because like we see a lot of like posters and images and videos and like sometimes, uh, you know, you just don't know if you want to trust it. Like, well, one thing, you don't even know how to interpret it. That's, that's one. And, you know, two is it like, can you trust it to experiment this on yourself? Mm. You know, so I don't know if you, uh, if you want to talk about that. Chinese medicine, uh, like if you're talking about Canada, uh, Chinese medicine, like in the form of like a couple of forms of Chinese medicine, uh, acupuncture right, is one of the forms, I think. But for acupuncture, uh, you need to be certified. Like if even after after you're like a physio, you need to be certified yeah. as an acupuncturist. So that's a different field as well. Along okay. With that. Yeah. But yes, it is effective. Like acupuncture, if I talk about acupuncture, because that's what we use. Like as a physio, you can be registered to be in to be certified by perf- right. in performing acupuncture. Right? So yeah. acupuncture, like I've, I've, I've seen a lot of, I've, like we've used it at our clinics for a lot of clients. Uh, it, it does help, like it's, it's a method of help, but there's also a lot of uh, precautions that you have to take in place, right? Because certain people cannot, are not suitable for acupuncture if they have certain health conditions that is not, um, that doesn't fit with acupuncture, then it might go wrong. But it's always like, like, I've seen a lot of people that it's benefited from acupuncture. Like there's no, no I mean, people are like, scared about it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like people like, are scared about it. Oh, yeah. Like a, a, oh, that, that would prevent you. That would prevent you from, you know, like from, oh, okay, from going into acupuncture. Like if you're having a yeah. uh, uh, vessel problem, varicose veins, right? Okay. Or if you're having a certain amount of nerve problems, like varicose veins and nerve problems, or if you're having certain, you know, uh, vessel, yeah, vascular problems. Then, then that's one of the precautions for for acupuncture, right? Because you're you know you're pers- you're piercing their their skin. Yeah. You're kind of uh, yeah, yeah. So you don't want to excite inflammation as well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's so, but it is effective as well. Effective. So there's yeah. no harm. Like there's, the people are scared. Like when they when you talk about you know using needles, you know piercing needles, your skin. Yeah. They get scared, yeah. right? But there's a the physiotherapist or whoever they obviously consent. So. But people have benefited from him. Like it is effective in certain yeah. conditions. But you know, once again, it varies from person to person. Person to person. Yeah. And okay. it, it all depends on how much you do yourself rather than an acupuncturist or a physiotherapist or a doctor. It's more of how much you do as a yeah. patient. Like for example, mm-hmm. if I talk about myself, being a physiotherapist, you know how you, you teach the patient a certain amount of exercises and you tell them to do those exercises at home. So majority of their progress is the home exercises that they do. The home, yeah. Because we're only with them for like half an hour, 45 minutes, right? But yeah. they have to continue to do, to, to do those exercises when they go home. So all the progress yeah. that you see, it's all about yourself. It's, it's how much you do as a patient. Of course. And rather than just I think, you know, relying <laughs> on my next question. <laughs> exactly. Rather than relying solely on the health professional to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was actually my next question you answered. I was going to ask, you know, how much of, um, you know, these common cases that you see are actually preventable. Like if, if you really take care of yourself, like, you know, from, I guess, like an early age. Um, and what I mean by that is like, I guess in, in like the schooling structure, you know, like mm. having a class that like, you know, teaches you about you, like your human body, 
because I don't think we, we don't have that, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, do you want to learn about yourself? Cool, you can go to university for it. But we don't have a class that just teaches you about you, right? Like, I mean, nothing complex, but like just basic exercises, you know, and like right. the benefits of that. And I don't think there's gym class, but yeah, here, let's play some dodgeball, mm-hmm. you know? Like it wasn't, um, right. yeah, so I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, do you, like how many, how much do you think is preventable actually? So prevent, I would like preventable. It all depends on conditions, but of course, early diagnosis does help. The key yeah. to a better rehab or a better outcome is early diagnosis. The early you diagnose the person, the early you find out a problem. It's like any, any, any other life problem, right? The earlier you find, you find the problem and you try to solve it. You know, right, right, right. The, the better it is, right? But yes, these are preventable. Like majority of the, a lot of conditions are preventable, and a lot of conditions uh, are also there that uh, you cannot solve, but you can just maintain the physical activity, the, the physical activity that the person is doing at that time as well. But a lot of them are preventable, and of course, early diagnosis is always key to preventing something or to make it even worse. So a lot of conditions, like you know, children, like a lot of children are born with. Um, a certain, uh, you know, certain uh, problems as well, like deformities. You see, this congenital telepathy, equinal varus. That's a foot deformity. If I talk about one, and if that's uh, if that's all at an early age, then of course the child is able to walk better, to uh, in in the future, right, throughout his life. But if it's not detected early age, and if it's not solved early on, then he might have trouble walking at the age of you know 15 or 20. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And yeah, they should incorporate it into, you know, in schools, teach a bit of something, you know, maybe, maybe you teach them something more about posture. Cause I see a lot of kids, you know, they're having bad posture. Man, these days. my posture bad. is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet majority of the people are having bad posture, like, you know, especially teenagers or, you know, kids yeah. around in 2025, they shouldn't incorporate something about bad posture. Cause I see a lot, like a lot of patients that I see who are kids who are like under the age of 25. Their main problem is like this, because bro. Of bad posture. Yes, their main problem yeah. is because of bad posture. Because they're all, you yeah. know, they're all, they got forward, you know, forward shoulder, you know, forward neck, mm-hmm. all those postures. That that's leading problem to a lot of neck, shoulder, back conditions. Wow. And back pain, all of that. Posture is key. Really? Yeah. Because honestly, posture like I work at a, I I work at a desk for like ten hours a day, and it's mm-hmm. like. You know, it's like, even if I don't want to, it's like my head just kind of goes like this, you know, it's like, I don't know, man, <laughs> what yeah, would you recommend like a habit. Like for, it's like a habit, eh? Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. As soon as you catch yourself, just exactly. So <laughs> what I recommend is just, you know, whenever you're sitting, just try to consciously think and maintain a erect spine as like your upper back it should be really you know, erect. It should not be, your shoulder should not be forward. It should be kind of in line. Your your tip of your shoulder and your ear should be in one plane. So it should be in line instead of your shoulder going forward in front of the ear. Try to maintain that. Sit as erect as you can. Erect spine. Neck should be erect instead of, you know, going forward or, you know, a lot of (laughs) people work on the computers, you know, how their neck becomes yeah 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 oh they look for sure yeah when they, when they look on the computer so it's a key yeah, but there's... posture has more more to do with you know your thinking like how 
you need to be consciously thinking of maintaining a posture right? and then after that it develops into a habit but if you start see, incorporating that into kids and trying to teach them to be you know properly seated posture. in school or something posture correction yeah. in, in in schools maybe in like sub like health subject or something or like physical physical yeah, uh, yeah. activity or something mm-hmm. like pe subject or something just incorporate something that posture that you know kids might benefit from them yeah yeah i a agree lot of, a lot of problems would go away yeah no i agree for sure yeah, yeah. do you, like so you know all these products that you see on amazon like or instagram ads like these belt like posture corrector belts and you know what i'm talking about like there's this yeah. little i think there's this electrical module one that you just put it like right here at the spine and if your posture is incorrect it vibrates or something like what is that like it doesn't work like well, i i think this one is just kind of like a reminder but yeah, what so about the belt a lot of a lot of those so what the belts and everything are like even even like when you use them they're mainly for you exactly what you said they're just to remind you that that's wrong yeah so you okay, got to correct okay. yourself they don't they don't correct it for you they just remind you you have to correct it yourself something's wrong you got to correct it yourself yeah, it's just you like a correct it yourself just like it's a, a reminder, stimulus right? to remind you yes it's not a magic pill <laughs> it's not a magic pill nothing's a magic pill it's all up to you nothing that's it's all it. up to you how 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 hard yeah. you work you know how focused yeah. you are towards getting better yeah 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 all it's all completely that that's it man well um uh, let me ask you something and it's probably the last thing flat feet okay i i have i have flat feet and i know so many people who do what do you have to say about that do you think it's reversible like what is like what's the treatment like because we're all just in terrible pain <laughs> right right <laughs> we want to know so you might not have thought about this but you know fat uh sorry flat feet it you, when you think about it you only you only think that it's it's only like a foot problem right like it's not going to do any harm to it's, the rest of your body no yeah <laughs> but it it's actually so, does that's yeah. the thing it's it seems like such a small thing that you're having flat foot you know losing the medial arch right it's all collapsed it's all flat but that could lead to other problems like knee pain osteoarthritis you know hip 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 conditions as well because it changes your whole orientation of your foot so it is a really key thing flat foot and i think it's most common in females as well especially when they're when they're wearing those high heels and everything right Uh, that's a contributing factor to flat foot i see if, and <laughs> if you if you diagnose it early if you if you think that you're having flat foot if you're losing the arc at the medial side of the foot so that's the inside of the foot then you should get something done for it you know and like a lot of if you go see physios or even if you see uh uh some of the other orthopedic uh, doctors they they might suggest you wearing insoles yeah it's like a like it's like a primary corrective measure for that and there's a different insoles that you can wear to correct the arc of arch of the foot yeah well, but there's insoles a lot of exercise so much right yeah so they only they only they're like your primary treatment insoles they're, after that yeah. there's a lot of exercises you got to you got to strengthen your feet a lot of foot exercises yeah. you know like curling your toes you know making alphabets with the ankle some of the, that's some of them that you can do sorry what's the last thing that you said i i didn't catch make it, make it, making alphabets with your ankle so it's just moving it in alphabets oh okay al- yeah, alphabet, yeah 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 right so you're, you're okay. working on your foot muscles mainly 
just trying okay. to strengthen the entrancing muscles of your feet. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do you it's think all, like you can? It, of course, yeah, man. It's I feel connected. it. Like honestly, it's you're right. Like problem I, in the foot can lead to a problem at the knee, problem at the hip. I mean, who would have thought, right? Right, right. <laughs> just the foot. <laughs> it's just the foot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the foot. No, man. Honestly, like you know, you're right. Like you don't think about it until it like actually happens to you. You're like man, exactly. Of course, it's like common sense, right? Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, man, like that's led to a lot of like, it's even led to like cat pain for me too. Like, yes. you know, just like sitting, just sit like, you know, varicose veins, like you said, usually we see occurs in, you know, older adults, but now like you see it in, as we see like younger and younger kids are having it because yeah, you know, sitting, like sitting at home all day, like not moving, like just sitting on like desks all day. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what the main, you know, the main, um, the main contributing factor of varicose vein is what it's prolonged standing prolonged standing yeah so you know a lot of people you know majority of the kids you know they're working six seven eight hours standing continuous standing yeah 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 that leads to varicose vein it's a contributing factor really so, so if you're having a lot of standing jobs and if you're not taking frequent breaks then you could end up into varicose veins later on in life though so that's why you're seeing a but lot if of you kids walk, starting to develop it. But if you're but if you're walking around, it's okay, right? Walking around's okay, yeah. Like complete standing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sitting as well, right? Like like if you're sitting in like an airplane. Sitting less. Lot, sitting like less, hours. I would say. Yeah, that that's true. But it's more more it, it occurs more with weight bearing. So when you're standing, you know, your blood's pooling down, right? Oh, Instead yes, of sitting, yes. you're you're putting less weight on the foot. So there's less okay, amount of okay. pressure. There's less amount of less amount of blood that the calf has to pump up you know you, it's interesting like if you understand yes, yes. it uh-huh. it's pretty interesting it's, it's more common in standing though standing huh yeah that's interesting man like like all these kids you know who just trying to work tim hortons mcdonald's now that i think about it this is just uh wow <laughs> lack of education for everyone here man exactly but there's nothing to be scared of. There's always there's always a treatment for all the problems. You know how to you know how to worry about. No, I mean, what's how do you treat varicose veins? The varicose veins? There's yeah. a, there's a lot of protocols for that. There's a couple of exercises that you'll have to do as well as you'll have to you know. You can what you can do is you're trying to pull more blood into the calf, working more on the calf strength. Yeah. And as but, well, you're, you should take frequent rest as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, that's, that's pretty interesting though. So uh, let me ask you, how do you feel about your experience in going to a physio? Are you scared uh, honestly, or are you, do you enjoy it? I mean, honestly, it's like, okay, I don't go to physio right now. Um, I probably should, but it's the same thing, right? Like when I go to physio, especially for like what I have, um, it's, it's, it's just basic exercises. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to go to the physio, they're going to, they're going to tell me the same thing. You're going to tell me the same thing. The problem is my mentality, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not going to, yeah. if I'm not going to do it at home, I know I'm not going to like, it doesn't matter. Does right. that make sense? It's mm-hmm. like, if I go to, the, if I go to physiotherapist, it only makes sense if I continue to do, you know, what they, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like well, exactly this, and it's just mentality like, are you loyal with your exercises like you know when they show you exercises do you go back home and do them i'm not that's the problem right that's the problem i'm not 
and right. and I think that's that's the problem. Like, yeah. <laughs> but if if a doctor to was to um, but if a doctor was to give you a pill, would you go home and take it? No, <laughs> like I mean, it depends no, on like, the pill. For example, like let me give an example. Let's say like you not, have not painkillers. No, let's say you have a fever. You go to see your doctor, and he prescribes you some medications. Do you go home and take them? Sure. Yes. Like for this argument, yes. <laughs> then why not do exercises? <laughs> it's the same thing, right? Like people don't do it. People don't do it. That, that, that's really funny. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh, right? It's 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 all mental, man. That's what I think. It's all mental. That's true. It's it's all you know, how mentally strong you are right. and how much focused you are towards achieving anything, right? Same applies it. to life. Sorry? Same applies to life. Like life yeah, and life man. situations and everything. Yeah. <laughs> deep talks. <laughs> deep talk, deep talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So like, how's how's your how's your quarantine then? My quarantine, uh it's it's going good. So I do get out, but not as much. I have to go to work every single day just to drop off some pa- like paperwork. Right. Um, so it's like in and out and it's at like 2 a.m. So there's no one there. Like, you know, I'm not interacting with anybody. I'm keeping very social. Um, but other than that, like I'm, I'm on a desk like 10 hours, you know, even at home. And that's like, it's right, terrible, right. right? I guess yeah. the only... I wouldn't say good thing, but I guess, sure. Uh, I guess the only good thing is now that I'm at home, I'd walk around more frequently right. than I would at work. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting a little bit of movement there, but like, dude, at work, it's, it's crazy. Like you're there and you think, okay, you have, a, you buy like, you know, all these Apple watches, you buy all these reminders, like Fitbits and all this shit. Okay. Time to get up, yeah. but you don't. After a while, you just yeah. put that away, and then five, six hours, you're just on a desk, and you don't realize it. It's crazy. Right, right. Yeah. That's how you get fat, man. That's. Are you are you working out at home, or you know, doing some physical activity or anything? I'm doing physical activity now. Yeah, dude, I had to. <laughs> right, right. Or like you know, being at home, eating mom's food, it's just like. <laughs> just getting fat. It's amazing. It's amazing. Eh? Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, but no, I, I, I've started doing workouts. Uh, perfect, perfect. It's good. Yeah. It's all good. Hopefully it ends soon, eh? Hopefully. What do you think? Do you think it's going to end soon? D- Doug Ford's going to announce it next week. It's all going to open up. The, the plan to reopen Ontario. The plan to reopen Ontario, just like Trump did, you know? We're oh all going to be taking, we're all going to be taking Lysol's. Dude, it's oh, dude. You know, like thirty people, at least thirty people have already tried it in New York. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, bro. But, but I think they kind of they kind of hyped it up too. Like he didn't really mean to say it, but no, he didn't. He he just, did. just it was kind it. of taken out of context. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. He just he just didn't know he was talking about. To be honest, yeah, exactly, exactly. He just kind of blew it out. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Oh well. Um, wait one sec. Okay, yeah, dude. Honestly, I think um, this is gonna this is gonna like ride out for a long time. And this whole reopening and back to normal thing, I think it's gonna take at least a year, two years, maybe. Like, 
mm. you know, um, just like getting back to how it, it'll never be how it was, first of all. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's not going to It's going to take time. You know, yeah, it's going to take time. Right. So, um, but yeah, man, this is crazy. Can you, can you like imagine if this had been like, um, like it's highly contagious, first of all, but what if, you know, like, what if the mortality rate was much higher, dude, that's crazy. Like when you think about public health, like that's, that's, you know, (laughs) Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, well, anyways, man, uh, it was really nice talking to you. It was amazing. <laughs> I learned a lot today. Yes, of course. I learned that it was mostly a mental thing. You know, <laughs> if you're diligent, do what your chiropractor says or do what your physiotherapist says. That's the message of today. Just be loyal. Just be loyal to your health professionals. That's the message. That's Two the things. message do, here. Do what they say. And for kids, Try to understand the why. Awesome. That's Perfect. All. That's all. That's it. <laughs> it was great talking to you, Shiv. It was amazing, man. It was fun talking to you. All Good right. Night. All right, man. Take care. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Stay safe. You, you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Real Talk. I sincerely hoped you guys enjoyed this conversation between Shiv and I, and I hope it was able to provide some value to your life. Please share this with your parents, kids, neighbors, dogs, squirrels, basically whomever you think would benefit from this. Peace.